0: My name is Robert Landrum, and this is the Running Scared Podcast, where usually we review the films that had you running away, but coming back for more. But today, we are previewing our brand new jogcast. It's called Time to Burn. Now, for those of you out there wondering what is a jogcast, well, what it is, is an immersive audio drama that helps motivate you to run. It's basically some entertainment to put on when you go on your next jog. It's a horror movie in your ears. This current one features a it's a story about an individual who's returning to a place where some bad shit happened. Uh, something that's but something that marked his life, you know, and in, from that point on, he's constantly tried to beat a certain time in his own runs. He's a marathon runner and now he's returned to the same location where it all started. and of course, he's being haunted by the past. Slowly, he starts to learn more about some horrible family secrets as he's haunted by something that wants to push him further and haunted by something that wants to kill him. You'll have to find out more by listening to this preview. But if you would like to hear the whole thing, please consider supporting us. We uh, would much appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Running Scared. We have four levels of membership, starting as low as $2 a month, then $3 a month, $5 a month. And then for those of you who really want to support us, at the $15 a month level, you get every single JogCast we ever create. They'll just keep going into your feed. You'll get some merch. You'll get some shout-outs. You actually can help consult with us on a JogCast. If you want to kill somebody, yourself, I don't know, maybe a friend of yours, we will write a character into your jog, our next jog cast where that person gets killed. I can't promise they'll have a major role in the story, but we'll kill them. Uh, <laughs> and then... Um, for those of you who, who can't afford $15 a month, we totally understand. Come down to the $5 a month level called the RS Main by Myers SS level. And you'll you'll get all three. You'll get three jog casts. Uh, H level, uh, the level below that at $3 a month, you get two job casts. And the lowest level is just a way of saying thank you to us, and we say thank you to you. There is a free jogcast for everybody called Helen Hamilton on all of our feeds, Patreon as well as on our uh, podcast feed, I believe. But check it out on our Patreon if you can't find it anywhere else. It's a free, nearly an hour uh, uh, piece that we created a long time ago, and it was really our first one. So now we're uh, four jogcasts in, and we're you know we're getting better. <laughs> Scripting's getting better, production's getting better. So we are trying to elevate these things as much as we can we're very much into kind of a beta mode right now but we are continually working on this and there'll be more to come in fact we've already scripted the next one and we're very excited to get working on that please enjoy this preview the running scared podcast proudly presents time to burn a horror jog cast
1: Every night, it's the same dream. It's a full moon, and I'm running on the beach. I can see the lights of the cabin up on the cliff. The guy at the garage said it was five miles from there. I'd later map it out and find he was eerily precise. At this point, I didn't even know there was a problem, but in the dream, the dread is there right from the beginning. I hot-step it up the path through the woods to the top of the cliff. Sweat is starting to sting my eyes. In the distance, I can hear my father yelling inside the house. And a woman, not my mother. I know something is wrong. I try to go faster, but my legs feel like hot lead from running up the cliff. I can barely see the path. Branches hit my face. I'm tripping in the darkness. I exit the woods and I can see the cabin. Then fire starts. I hear them screaming. They can't get out. The cabin is going up in flames too quickly. I push myself as hard as I can. I push through the pain in my legs and my burning lungs. Then
0: there's a sound like nothing I've heard on earth.
1: Feel the heat of the flames on my face. I'm almost there. If I can make it in time, I can save them. Dad. Dad, come but I'm not fast enough. Just like that night, I never make it in time. Shared Podcast presents Time to Burn a Whore Jobcast Written and produced by Robert Lendrum and Jamie Roberts Edited by Robert Lendrum. to the race gotta hit my time my body isn't used to the elevation here taking some time to adjust but I'm not quite there yet
2: hey fella
0: you look familiar you been around here before not for a long time you're the one rebuilding the
2: old house Halstrom place yes You know how that old cabin up there burnt down? I'm (laughs) aware. But do you know how it burnt? It exploded. Yep, some say it was an accident. But others say something much darker was going on in there. Not just some hanky-panky.
1: People say a lot of things. You're not lying,
2: but the truth ain't always what it seems.
0: Okay, look buddy, I'm trying to train here. I knew you looked
1: familiar.
2: You're his son. You stopped at
1: my garage that night. That's... Yeah, you're the mechanic. You're exactly five miles from the cabin. But you didn't get there in time, did you? Damn, Yokel threw me off. Didn't make my time. Only two more days to train before the race.
2: Uh, Mr. Halstrom, good to finally meet you. Uh, I'm Dale Hawthorne.
0: Oh, yes, the architect.
2: Yeah, uh, good to meet you, finally. I think the guys are almost done for the day. I just heard you were staying here, and I I wanted to come and meet you. Uh, You got electricity, as you know, obviously. You've been staying here. Uh, But the gas lines are still being installed. And I got to apologize, we're a little behind. And again, I'm sorry we've built this temporary structure to protect your granite countertop. Uh, we just need to finish the gas lines before we install it.
0: Oh, don't worry. I love the cabin, by the way. Beautiful design. You're, you really outdid yourself.
2: Well, thanks. I wanted you to get the most out of this spectacular view. You know, it feels modern. It gives you some green space to look at. And also, the kids can run around. No, oh, no kids. Uh, I'm not a family man. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Uh, maybe you just need to meet the right person.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's not that. It's just you know, looking back, my dad was never around and I uh I was just in his way and I travel a lot for work, so I don't want to reproduce those circumstances, you know? Uh maybe it rubbed off on me. Just don't want to put another generation through that, you know? I understand. I actually knew your father. Not terribly well, but
2: I know relationships can be tricky. Hey, I see you're training for that marathon in town. Uh, there's a young guy at my gym. He's a big run fanatic. He says he's heard of you. You're like a celebrity runner or something.
0: Oh, hardly. I keep a pretty low profile.
2: But that's what he said. You're one of the fastest runners at this distance, but you only come out every now and again. He said you're at an Olympic level.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, I only come out for a competitive run if it's on new terrain somewhere with different conditions that might challenge me. And then I try to beat my, uh, a certain time in all those places. It's my thing. Interesting. Well, I better be going. Hey, Dale, uh, what are these old iron doors in the lawn for? Looks like they're from the original build.
2: Yeah. Well, when we were pulling the old pipes out, we realized the pipeline extended out of the house to an underground structure. We think it's an old bomb shelter. Let's take a look. It smells like sulfur. What's down there? Honestly, Mr. Halstrom, it kind of gave me the willies. I haven't even looked. Here's my flashlight. Be my guest.
0: The door is solid oak, but definitely not a blast door.
2: Mr. Halstrom! Mr. Halstrom? Martin? What do you see, Mr. Halstrom? Mr. Halstrom? Yeah, there's not much to see. Come look.
0: It's just an empty storage room, I guess. Looks like it got scorched in the fire. I don't think so. What do you mean? The back wall's all black and burnt. Uh,
2: yes, but, uh, but it looks like a masonry oven. Although I've never seen one with these shelves before. Maybe a sauna? But the house fire didn't touch this. Maybe they were cooking something in here. Are you sure? The door is wood, so it wouldn't have survived the fire. And there's some interesting carvings here and there. Looks like a bull's head. What's this? Hm? What'd you step on? Is that a locket?
1: It looks old.
2: Maybe it's a family heirloom. Open it up.
1: It's a picture of my father. I've never seen this one. And a woman. This must be her. His mistress.
2: Well, uh, what luck? What are the chances of that? Now, if you don't mind, let's go look at the house, Mr. Howstruck. Mr.
0: Halster?
1: Huh? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cold morning. It's pouring. Got a train. I'm getting used to the terrain. My time is improving. It's hard to see. It's just a grey mess. I stick to the race route since it's already blocked off to traffic. I don't think a car would even see me. What the hell? The roads are fucking closed. I keep going but something feels off. I try to refocus, steady my rhythm. I zero in on that hot feeling of the locket against my chest. The ground crunches under my feet. I look down and I see that I'm running on a massive swarm of red ants. must be hundreds of thousands of them. How did I not see them coming? I can feel their little bodies crunch and pop under my feet. They form a trail like a stream of blood to something up ahead. Something on the road. It's an elk. She's been hit by a car. Not dead, but she sure as hell ain't gonna make it. Damn doesn't look good. If I could, I'd end it for her right now. But I'm not carrying anything that could finish her. But this mountain lion will do it. And if I don't get out of here, he'll do me too. All yours, bud. I'm just gonna back away. I don't get more than 20 steps away before I see a fawn poking his head out of the bush on the side of the road.
0: Get out of here, Bambi. Get out of here.
1: He steps back a few feet and keeps looking at me. But he wants me to feed him or something. Get,
0: get along. Shoot. Get along.
1: But he just keeps looking at me. The
0: hell the back.
1: For some reason, he's not interested in scavenging. No way I'm outrunning a mountain lion on the open road. I still got a lead, so I duck into the woods at the opening and finally scare that fawn into moving. The fawn is about 20 feet in front of me now, but he keeps looking back like he wants me to follow him. That's fine with me. Maybe the lion will take him instead. Path is getting steep. I'm heading up into the highlands. Where the hell am I going? My legs are burning. This is just how I felt that night. Cliff to the cabin. I look back and I see the lion is still chasing me. For a second, I swear I see a woman standing over the big cat. Can't stop, gotta get some distance from that thing. The father's up ahead looking back at me. What does he want? Block it out. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't look back. Keep pushing. What the? I'm at the cabin. The deer led me up the hill to the far side of the property. The lion is gone. Or lost interest. That's time. I might have made it. Some car's taking out the house. Another local weirdo? Seems like coming back here has brought out all the nosy neighbors. Where'd that deer go?
0: Thank you for listening to time to burn a horror jog cast presented by the guys at the running scared podcast. If you'd like to hear the complete jog cast, go to patreoncom slash running scared and sign up for a $5 a month membership or higher. There are also three more jog casts available, including one for free called Helen Hamilton. We'll see you next time with a movie review on running scared.